Welcome to the Revive Effect Shorts episode where I share my quick snippets of wisdom that come to me through my clients or the everyday people I speak with or that inspires me from the world around us. It's raw, it's real, it's me speaking from my mind and heart to leave you feeling greater, happier, and more elevated. So turn your headphones up, put your distractions away, and be completely present while we share the next few minutes of this beautiful journey that we call life. Now, I've had the inspiration of speaking with somebody, I won't name names, that came to me saying that she was struggling with a bad body day. Quote, unquote, I'm having a bad body day. And she asked me just for a little bit of wisdom, a little bit of advice to help her kind of get back to feeling like her again. And I believe this is such a big thing in our day and age. It's so easy to have these bad body image complexes. Heck, I've even seen people who are super fit, super slim, yet they're still struggling thinking, you know, I'm overweight or I, I don't have big enough calves or this and that. And it's so easy in our day and age to always get kind of tunnel visioned into this negative body image. We're never really paying attention to the good things that our body is doing for us. And when we have that disconnect, that's when we stay in those quote unquote bad body days and we don't appreciate and be fully grateful for everything our body is doing for us. So I think one of the biggest problems that you might be facing that is contributing to your negative self-talk, your negative body image really stems from the content that you are consuming and the people that you are surrounding yourself with. So to dive in quickly to that content you are consuming, I really want you to stop and think here for a second. What are you consuming every single day, whether that's electronically, whether that's through magazines, whether that's through the interactions in your day to day? Are you scrolling Instagram reels every single day watching fit influencers dance? Are you constantly uh, on what do you call it? Fashion websites looking at models who are just uh, number one, they're models. They're modeling the clothes for the newest lines the newest summer fits. If you are doing that, would you not agree with me saying, you know, these people are paid to look good. These people, all they do is really just kind of put out content that shows off me, me, me. Look how good I look. Look how good these clothes make me look. Look how good this dance makes me look. It's so easy for us to look at that and then think back to ourselves like, I can't do that. I don't have that. My body isn't capable of that. So it really stems from just bringing awareness around what content you are consuming and how that may be affecting your thought process, your negative self-talk, your big think. So it, a simple shift for that would literally be to maybe stop engaging with that content and following influencers with that embody the attributes that you wish to have for yourself. You don't, don't follow someone because they're pretty. You follow someone because you know what? I value their work ethic and that is something I really need to embody in my life. Don't follow someone because they're fit. Say, you know, they move their body every day for their mental health. I love that. I think I could really use a dopamine boost, you know, getting into a nature hike. So again, shifting that, shifting that uh, consumption of content really changes the narrative inside your mind to really help you love your body again and start maybe focusing on the traits that you wish to, uh, to, what do you call that? Bring into your life rather than focusing on the externalities that maybe aren't in your control. And this is where I really want to bring up the, the example I use quite often, which is the lean person mindset versus the heavy person mindset. And I always talk about this scarcity versus abundance driven mindset. 
And you can really see how the actions that each person would take is based out of how they perceive themselves, how much they love their body, how much they're grateful for their body. So we'll start with the heavy person. The heavy person thinks in ways that they say, I'll give you some actual concrete thoughts. How can I eat to kill my fat? How can I work out to lose weight? And they're, you know, how, how can I eat less calories so that way my body burns my fat? They're thinking from a place of scarcity. They, they're thinking of a place of, I don't have this. So what do I need to do to get that? I don't have a fit body. What do I need to do to get a fit body? But the problem with this, and I personally struggle with this as well, is you are taking actions out of scarcity. You're not taking actions out of a place of love or abundance. So instead, instead, I'll show you why the lean person ends up taking actions out of abundance and they take different actions, which give them different results in a much healthier way. And again, the narrative and dialogue they have within their minds is again, so much healthier. So a lean person, a lean person doesn't eat to beat their fat. A lean person doesn't work out to lose weight. A lean person says, how can I eat foods that energize my body? How can I move my body today that makes me feel alive? How can I move my body in a way that I enjoy doing? How can I eat in a way that makes me feel youthful? And that's, you can see the contrast between these two separate uh, thought processes because one is taking actions out of what can I do for my body? And the heavy person is taking actions out of what do I have to do for my body? And again, we, this is so, you can see why we hate our workout plans. We can see why we hate our calorie counters and our meal plans when we're taking actions out of this scarcity based mindset. Oh, I can only eat this many calories today. Oh, I can't have carbs. Oh, I can't, I can't uh, enjoy the foods I like to enjoy because that would just keep me quote unquote overweight. And then again, there comes the negative dialogue. There comes, you know, I'm not this, I'm not that. These people, I don't know how they're able to stay fit and do all these things and they're able to eat food that they want. And you can see how the spiral really comes in right here. And I know some some of you listening right now, especially my women, you really struggle with this spiraling. So just again, when you're in that spiral setting, I want you to stop in your tracks and think back to this lean person versus heavy person example. And I want you to ask yourself this question. Ask yourself when you are feeling, when you are about to do an action, when you're about to eat food, when you're about to work out, when you're about to do something for your health, I want you to ask, is this moving me closer or further away from my goals? And then you can really take awareness as to, is this going to help the person I want to become? Is this going to just drag me down and serve as a constant reminder for the things I don't have? So to give you an example, when you are about to eat a meal, when you're about to eat a meal, I want you to ask, is this meal going to move me closer or further away from my goals? And if you're eating, you know, a, a meal that's only 300 calories, it's just salad and maybe some like a small piece of chicken. Is that moving you closer towards feeling more energized, more alive, more nourished, more satisfied with your meal? Chances are you're going to find out in that moment, personal to you, of course, if the answer is yes or if the answer is no. And if you're struggling, you know, do I, how do I get out of this heavy person mindset or this maybe negative self-talk mindset about why I'm not fit, quote unquote fit? 
Ask yourself this one question to give you directions as well. Ask yourself how the person you would want to become, how would they act? How would the person I envision myself becoming act at this very moment? Right? And you will see that the actions you will take after you ask that question will be much different than what you might have thought you needed to do. So again, that's just really shifting that inner dialogue as well. But there is one more bang for your buck practice that I swear by. I always offer my clients when we take them into our program, because again, that's one thing we really do at the beginning of each program is we deal with this negative self-talk. We do the mind work because this is where one of the biggest self-sabotaging um, things about your journey really comes into play. Right. How can you expect to stay consistent and motivated and driven when you're operating with a faulty mindset that is trying to drag you down at every single moment? And I've been there. I've been there. Sometimes I'm still in it. But again, this practice really helps me recenter, reground and get more aligned with the mission and person that I envision myself to be. So each morning or each night or whenever you have a free moment, I want you to do this thing I call a body exercise in front of the mirror. In, in the bathroom each morning, or if you have a mirror in your room and you have some privacy, that's great too. So I want you to just stand there with yourself and I want you to be just very present in this moment when you're there. So imagine yourself standing in front of the mirror, whether that's your bathroom, whether it's your room, wherever. And I want you to say thank you to each individual body part and give it one reason why you love them. And it has to be a reason that you truly believe. Don't say, you know, body, I love you because you're fit. Meanwhile, you know you're not fit. There's going to be a disconnect there and you're not going to be able to really change that inner dialogue, rewire the neuroplasticity of your brain and change that script. So to give you easy examples, one, one easy example is the fact where I go, legs, thank you for moving my body each day on my own terms, my own schedule. And thank you for helping me get around to the places that I need to go. Thank you for working so hard for me. Legs. I love you. Legs. Very simple. Very quick. But again, it's something I truly believe. I truly believe. And that I am really grateful for. Some people at the end of the day, they can't walk. Meanwhile, you are able to walk. What a blessing that is. But again, it comes from having awareness around that. Another example would be, let's say, let's say lungs. Thank you, lungs, for allowing me to breathe and live my life in a way that allows me to move my body where it doesn't feel like I'm going to pass out each time I'm walking or each time I go up the stairs. Some people deal with respiratory issues. They can't even get out of bed without feeling fatigued. Again, such a simple shift in perspective, but you're really understanding what your body is doing for you. And you're really being grateful for the things you do love about your body. So often we're focused on the things that our body can't do or don't doesn't do. Meanwhile, it's working so hard for you every single day and you are just maybe sweeping it under the rug or unaware of it because we're so tunnel vision into what the media wants us to look like, into what the, the magazines want us to look like. So when you're in this body exercise, I really want you to be present and feel it. I want you to be so immersed in it and every time that you're saying thank you to a body part. I want you to immerse yourself in the gratitude of that because the brain really works to form memories and new connections when there is an emotional, uh, emotional aspect attached to that thought. It's one thing to say, I love my body. Meanwhile, you don't actually love it. There's no emotion there. Your brain's just going to discount that and say, all right, send that out the door. It's not useful to us. 
But when we say, I love my legs, I love them for letting me explore the world, letting me have new experiences, I'm so grateful for, to be able to do that. You can feel it in your chest, in your heart, it warms you up. You go, ah, oh, you know what? That is so true. I love my legs. Boom. Now you're focusing on the things you do love about your body. And as you repeat this exercise, this body exercise each morning or when you get the chance, slowly over time, you're changing that inner narrative. You're changing that inner dialogue to a more loving, encouraging, more grounded thought process that makes you do love your body in the long run. So again, keep this in mind, the short snippet of wisdom, the lean person versus the heavy person. How would the person I envision my be myself becoming act? and do the body exercise each morning. And again, be gentle with yourself through the process. Everybody goes through this. Don't think you're alone in this. And again, reach out. Reach out to anybody that you feel would have or give you the space and the energy that you need to kind of just vent it, get it out, which really helps in a sense. But again, be gentle with yourself through the process and enjoy it. This is a process of growth and development for yourself personally. And I'm excited for you to dive into it. So thank you for listening to my snippet of wisdom and sharing the next few moments of your life here on the Revive Effect podcast.